Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network. I'm your host, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite himself, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> also joining us is the joy of the EXP cast, the Extra Life man, busting out some Mega Man 11 last night when I turned it on. Stojovic. How's it going? I, know, I I still kind of crack up, but it's like the joy of it. Like I'm some like happy-go-lucky, you know, dude that's just like, hey man, you guys should just like play video games and have fun and just you know like love, love life and hug your hug yourself and stuff. Like that's what it, that's what you make me sound like, Corey. Well, that's what you, what you make me sound like. Am I lying? I, I, no, I'm always like bitter and air, you know, and and angry all the time. No, you're not. You're you're just secretly a big bundle of fun. I, I guess I'm just a big old teddy bear behind this rough, gruff exterior. Yeah. Yeah. Your facial hair is not fooling anybody, there, Stoy. Okay. All my all my patches not fooling anybody. <laughs> the video game guru. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I did a. Uh, you know, I, I I did a really shitty stream yesterday, where it was just like. That like I I had no one. <laughs> it was oh, so we did extra life this year, and our team goal this year was three thousand dollars. And I usually do it with my friends and family and stuff like that. And and we usually get together at my house. And uh, this past year we didn't really do it with that many people, just you know because a lot of people are finicky about getting together in large groups, especially for twenty four hours. So. Um, a smaller group, smaller proceeds raised and stuff like that. So, um, but, yeah, but yeah, we, at the end of the day, we raised like $2,850. So we were like $150 short of our team goal. So I was like, ah, oh, it'd be really cool if like I just did a last end of the year stream. So that's what yesterday was, uh, December uh, 18th for those keeping score. And um, I actually hit that goal on Friday. Like a buddy of mine was just like, hey, man, here you go here's the difference so i was like oh that's really cool thanks so like I, I didn't really need the stream but i still wanted to anyway because i had planned for it so like yeah i uh it's hard like starting out to be a streamer these days man like if that's what you wanted to do there's gonna be a lot of days where you're no one's watching <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of days where no one's watching yeah and that's something i learned like a while ago is like if you're gonna start streaming and nobody shows up you're gonna have to learn how to like talk to yourself yeah <laughs> just to much. like get the practice you know yeah and i and i hate doing that because i you know you, know, you, you get a certain portion of people that tune in for the stream that want to have a little bit of personality of the person that's playing the games or maybe they just tune in because they just want to see you play the game you know, th th there's times I'll like pop in a stream and I'll just like, oh, I just want to see how this game plays, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll just I'll watch the stream. I can give two shits who's, you know, who's the one doing the streaming. But um, I know I'm not, I'm definitely not the I'm definitely not the majority. So, yeah, I I usually just end up like when I've done it because I, you know, like you, you've really got to whore yourself out uh, yeah. and the social media to to really get a you know, any kind of following going, you know, stream wise. And 
so yeah like i i obviously i didn't you know don't <laughs> don't do that because i i barely use social media as it is but right yeah so, i mean social media is kind of a it's kind of a soapbox for people that just love to talk about themselves and talk yeah. about things that they like, which I, I have never been a fan of. I'm, I'm never one to tout myself at all. Um, yeah. But uh, I always liken it to, you know, and I really started thinking about this because I was like thinking like every time I stream, when I do, I always think to myself, like, is this something I could do? Like maybe if I take my podcast, you know, the EXP cast into like streaming territory where maybe we stream once a month or maybe we stream a couple times a week and stuff and whatever. And then I'm like, I don't know. That's just like a lot of prep work, a lot of work for almost nothing. But yeah. to become a successful streamer, and I know a lot of people may disagree with me, it's going to take a lot of luck. Yeah. And the way I view luck is luck is, and, and you can quote me on this. I, I've, I heard this somewhere, but luck is where preparation meets opportunity. So there's going to be an opportunity that comes by that all of a sudden, like, hey, this is the point right here where all of a sudden five people jump into your chat spontaneously out of nowhere. You know, mm -hmm. you may get raided or maybe some one of your friends, like all of a sudden tells five or six other people to jump into your chat. Now, all of a sudden you got like five people in chat. That's a, if you're prepared for that opportunity because you've practiced, you've honed your craft at that time for no one, then those five people are going to be like, hey, all right, this is a channel I want to follow. And then yeah. it spirals down from there. There's going to be days where, yeah, you're going to stream for nobody for weeks, for months, you know, and yeah. you, have to, you have to say to yourself, okay, is this something that I really want to dedicate my time to and I really want to do? And like I said, you're going to get lucky. You have to get lucky. It's, that, that's kind of what it comes down to. You know, yeah. but like I said, luck is where that prep work, that stuff that you've been practicing over and over and over again, that when the opportunity falls into your lap, you're ready for it and you take advantage of it. So mm -hmm. by no means am I a successful streamer. I'm actually a very terrible streamer. I had literally zero traffic there. I think the only person that interacted with me in the chat was Josh. Josh popped in uh, uh -huh. from the XP cast to kind of talk some shit with us, but I, I literally got no no chat interaction. I got no donations from my stream. So literally, I played 12 hours on YouTube. Video, I played 12 hours of video games on YouTube for literally nothing. <laughs> but but I had fun. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is it, at least you're if you know I was gonna say at least you're hopefully playing something you actually wanted to because then it's just you know then it's technically it's no different than if you were just playing. But you're just, you know, we're streaming it. Like, yeah, like I, the the one thing I've I've basically done, you know, anytime I stream something, I know that usually no one's gonna watch it, or you know, like maybe occasionally I have had like where one person pops in or something, uh, just randomly. But um, I just basically end up commentating on, you know, what's going on in the game or whatever to keep some kind of and just, you know, like joke about what's going on or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really all I that's been like how I've dealt with that. But yeah, I <clears throat> I never really planned on, you know, like doing doing that is you know as a thing really it's just something i do occasionally if i yeah. feel like you know like hey like i wouldn't mind having a stream of this or 
or this game I know like I could could be kind of be entertaining while I'm playing it if I wanted to but well but yeah, yeah because it's, when, it's like, difficult like when you think about it how many people are starting their Twitch channels or their YouTube channels playing Halo Infinite right now mm-hmm. you know there's uh, probably thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people that are just starting their channels to be like hey I want to play Halo Infinite and I want to be a successful streamer with this game because everyone's watching this game. Well, okay, yeah. with those hundreds of thousands of you know channels, what makes yours stand out over every other one? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you really have to kind of make yourself, I guess that be, I, I guess be interesting. Yeah. You know? And like I, you know, like I actually had a guy that started following me a long, long time ago. Um, he said he didn't really go on the services that much anymore but he just happened to you know like he was on the one day that i i decided to play the and you had talked about this game recently but it's the battlefield game where where it's the cops and robbers basically oh yeah Uh, battlefield yeah 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 yeah, hardline and i absolutely loved that game like i was one of the few that was like yes finally they actually like changed the game up and did something different and yeah. so many people hated that game but like i loved it for that like, i honestly that it loved different. it too yeah, yeah. I, I mean it was visceral games you know they make they make good stuff in general yeah you know yeah. so i i really enjoyed it yeah so i i was streaming that one day and he's like holy crap i love this game you know in the chat he's like yeah okay you know and this was years and years later after this game had been out for such a long time and he's like oh i haven't seen this game in a long time he's he's like it brings back memories and you know and so like playing some you know those like obscure like older stuff sometimes too can can bring people in because they'll just be like, holy crap, someone's playing this game? You know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to check this out, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, sometimes it actually benefits you to not play what everyone else is playing at the time. You well, know? yeah, I mean, type in <laughs> Fortnite in the Twitch search bar. How many yeah. channels will pop up? Type in Halo Infinite. Type in Battlefield 2042. How many, yeah. you know, hits will you get? You know, type in Battlefield Hardline, you know, yeah. and you may get three. So, yeah, if even that, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, like, it, at the end of the day, my stream was a total utter failure. Like, it just, it, it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to. But I got to sit down and play some games, which I'll talk about later. And I had a good time. And, you know, I mean, I got to sit down and play games for 12 hours straight. And that was, yeah. that was, that, that was fun. So, mm-hmm. but... You know, being being a streamer, like everything I've heard about it, it's almost like a full time job. You got to put the grind in. Yep. You know, and the the opportunity is going to fall into your lap, and at some point, so you got to be ready when that when that opportunity happens. Otherwise, it's just a slip right by you. So mm-hmm. I remember I get I, I got raided once, um, and our EXP cast channel gained like five or six subscribers at that point and i remember like freaking out it's like oh my god i got like 12 people just entered my chat right now and that's a really kind of cool feature that twitch had i remember i was streaming silent hill 2 because it was a spoopy games month and we were doing spoopy game streams that whole month and i did silent hill 2 and yeah i got raided that was cool but yeah is that gonna happen every day No. no but yeah 
That's so. yeah, that's that's where people who have like a, a decent following, you know, can really pay it forward. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times you know, that's what you you know you see is these like people that have a decent uh, following. They might have like a hundred people watching their stream at that point. Will then just send that hundred people on someone, and you know, and just like be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> You yeah, know, and, and some people may, uh, you know, follow you that person and or if stick with watching them, and some might not. But I mean, you know, it's it's still yeah, a cool thing that that uh, Twitch has. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's streaming. <sighs> that's yeah, why it's that's a... why I podcast, guys, because uh, you know it's easier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, like I think content creators have their, have strengths and weaknesses, right? Like, <clears throat> like we've had streamers on uh, a plethora of our shows before, and they like aren't podcasters, right? They just they don't like to podcast. They like interacting with the chat and being themselves, like being by themselves while interacting with the chat. And like everybody has their strengths, everybody has their weaknesses. Like, you know, YouTubers like to edit and cut, and you know shoot and reshoot and make small videos and that's great and i have been trying to do that as well for us in the future uh i'm cutting a halo infinite review video mostly because i want to see if i can do it and if it turns out well or not but uh Mm. everybody has their own strengths and i don't know i feel like i feel like stoy has the personality that would streamers would like people like stoy yeah okay yeah yeah, I, I, but it is, you know, like you said, though, Stoy, like you you have to basically dedicate that to being like your job like that. Mm-hmm. That is something that like I am today. I'm going to wake up and I am going to eat, breathe and sleep my stream. And I'm going to, you know, have to, you know, understand that I am going to be throwing stuff on all my social medias, you know, like every 15 minutes today you know or whatever like yeah it's i mean you know obviously there's a lot of tech that you can buy that can help make that easier to do and and and, and see that that, that's everything i've heard that's everything i heard that's kind of wrong is that you put too much stock in tech and not enough in what really matters you know you could buy a 4k camera you could buy a really nice blue yeti microphone or or whatever the hell i have i have like a mixing board and a bunch of and a microphone boom arm and stuff like that but this like this doesn't make me a better podcaster so what matters is you know the personality that you convey and if people jump into your chat are they going to get an interesting interaction with them you know yeah yeah so yeah yeah because i i don't like i don't personally don't watch a whole lot of stream like you know streams and stuff like that but there are there are a few people that either you know we've we've dealt you know had you know work with us and on stuff in the past or you know i've just come across like interesting people that you know that stream that kind of have like a personality or interest that that i'm interested in as well um so yeah, like I mean, I I do watch some people, but I it's very very rare that I watch people on Twitch. Um, it's but, yeah. it's interesting because I a lot of times I find it boring. Yeah, um, 
Admittedly, I if I were to watch a stream, I want to watch someone playing the game. I don't want to mm-hmm. interact with that person. Yeah. In many cases, I don't want to, you know, it, it, it's just not something that I really want to do. Like, I just want to see someone playing a particular game. Or if I'm like, hey, I kind of was thinking about a certain game. Let me see if someone on Twitch is streaming it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily interact most of the time with that. But I understand that. Like I said, I'm the minority, the very small minority of people. But mm-hmm. a lot of people like streaming because of the community that comes with it. But, yeah, you know, obviously that's what requires a whole nother topic and a whole nother day is the toxic community as well. Of just yeah. like you, you're going to have the good side of it, but you're going to have the bad side of it. And you got to be prepared for both. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't stop the bad side of that. It's going to yeah. come. There's going to be people that are going to shit on your stream because they don't like the game that you're playing or they think your personality sucks. And with putting yourself out there, you have to be prepared for that kind of feedback. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. speaking from experience. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) But it is what it is. I mean, you know, that's that's how it is. You know, yes. just and we talked about that with social media, how people like to pump up their egos on social media and then get all pissy when someone comes in and says, well, I don't like your, uh, you know, well, this person doesn't like my attitude or, you know, you go on and say, oh, I don't like your attitude. So go F off, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've noticed like some of the the like there there's one uh, Twitch uh, stream I watch. Uh, her name is Ariel, and it's Ariel Jade, mm-hmm. and she's she's one of the like the few that I've just kind of run into, and she she likes to dress up like uh like Harley Quinn and stuff. She she's like does a lot of uh like you know like dress up stuff, and she's I think she's into like some kind of modeling agency, but she also is amazing singer she you know like all these things so it's like she you know like when you have multiple talents like that like it's you know like you have more to offer i can see Mm -hmm. where that you know that also really helps in the long run she's just talented like in general and you don't uh, want to be a one-trick pony yeah, exactly. And, you know, and so that's what's cool with her stuff is some days she's playing games, some days she's just talking, some days she's playing music, you know, some days, you know, like she's got all different stuff going on and uh, and she likes to usually play like the Dark Souls and all, all those kind of hardcore games and stuff like that. Um, to give herself and, street cred. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's she's good at a lot of that stuff. She, but yeah, she. Uh, the, one of the funniest though was her uh, her playing the uh, the uh, God of War that that I had sent a clip I, at one point where she was playing the uh, the part where you were having sex or whatever and had to please uh, please the the I forget which which woman or whatever. And it's where you had to like, you know, twirl the joystick and push this and, you know, like to simulate, you know, that whole thing. And she kept on messing up and, and then like her chat was like, oh, you're just messing up on purpose so you can see, you know, have to do this part again. And mm-hmm. and it, it took her forever to finish that part. And it was hilarious. Who knew oh that would be God. the hardest part of the game for her? Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. Anyways. 
yeah but it, yeah it's you know like there's yeah there's a lot that goes into all that stuff and it's yeah it's definitely something you end up having to make a, a full-time job pretty much yeah streaming is uh remember remember mixer <laughs> just yeah yeah, we, yeah. Like, i think the coolest thing they had uh that wasn't uh the coolest thing they had was like the co-streaming thing yeah where like you could stream with other people and like they would link your streams together so you'd all have one chat going and then yeah it really helped you gain followers and stuff and I think Twitch has something similar to that, but it's a little bit more. Yeah, I think com- Twitch convoluted. That last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a little that. bit. Yeah, it's a little bit more. I think difficult to to do, but I yeah, it's. I think they yeah have finally caught on with that because yeah that was that was definitely a game changer of being able to make it where you could have like both streams streams essentially like on your on your window and then you could click on which side of the game you wanted to see or whatever yeah Mm. it was cool yeah yeah (sighs) well (laughs) now that we're like a half an hour in yeah no we're not that far we're like 10 minutes in yeah no i'm just nah we're 21 minutes in it was close uh (laughs) So before we kind of get into the housekeeping stuff, this is the last show of the year because uh, the holiday break is coming up and we're planning some other things and uh, we would really like to uh, prep stuff for that. So uh, we're we're launching Patreon on January 3rd for the Boss Rush Network. So we're going to be wrapping up some loose ends there and making sure everything works and people, you know, get what they pay for essentially so uh mm-hmm. this is our last show of the year all the other shows are off except for the boss rush podcast so you'll still have that to listen to and uh exp cast maybe are you guys done are you guys still recording yeah we're done for the year you're um, done we actually have a uh, bonus episode this thursday um we had our first uh well it, it isn't our first we we've gotten we've had a few developers uh, come forward to us to have us try their games and have us talk about it. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that a pornographic video game company approached us. Oh God! To talk about their game. Wow. <laughs> and wow. also send us this. <laughs> so That's if you if, if you tune into the to the video chat, you'll see what I just sold up to the camera so uh that, that that episode is posting on thursday josh and i recorded it where we talked about the game that we played and the um the inner that went along with it. so that'll be coming next this well this coming week so this coming thursday so it's it, it was definitely interesting <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah yeah i think it's it's actually on our patreon right now so if you become a patron of EXP cast, you can actually listen to it right now. But uh, it's going to be available for worldwide. And I'm trying to find a hosting site uh, for the video chat because we I I, I played gameplay of this game, and uh, it you know it's obviously not YouTube friendly. So um, yeah, we're trying to get uh, we're trying to get approved from Pornhub. <laughs> so oh, yeah. 
If you're try if you want to post content on Pornhub, you have to actually get approval. You can't just make a channel and then all of a sudden start posting videos on this channel. Yeah, they have to actually like submit an application and they have to review your application. And they'll let you know if you've been approved to be a content creator or not. That's interesting. Yeah, I've I know there's some people who yeah put their like their podcasts on there and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or whatever, just because it's just another avenue to get, you know, to get like uh, the views and. Well, know. yeah, that's what we that's what we decided to do because it was it started out as a joke. Let's make a Pornhub page, and yeah. then all of a sudden it turned to okay, we just made a Pornhub page. What are we gonna put on it? You know, so yeah. it's like, okay, I suppose we'll figure something out at some point. So th- I think this is going to be our first foray into that. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the radio show I listened to, the the one girl on there said that there's like a, some woman wanted to show how to shave your private parts. And like, that's something mm-hmm. you can't just put on YouTube, you know, for, I mean, she was doing it literally to inform and help people learn how to do how to do it properly without injuring yourself or whatever and yeah yeah, you can't just throw it on youtube so she had to she had to put it there (laughs) i mean you gotta you you gotta do what you gotta do yeah exactly (laughs) wow anyway good times yeah good times sorry sorry if that was uh that that was a quick that was a detour you know uh yeah so Whatever, it's fine. It'd be like that. It's the It'd last. Like Merry that. Christmas, everybody. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, ultimately we're on a break um, till next year. So in January we're gonna be we're gonna get back to the swing of things. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm gonna read the housekeeping now. If it's okay with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. <laughs> this is Arsenal <laughs> X, the Xbox podcast here on the Boss Rush Network, where each and every week we get together with our friends from around the internet to talk about Xbox and everything we love about it, including news, new games, Game Pass, and more. Check out Arsenal X Live Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Central, or on podcast services and YouTube on Tuesday mornings. Follow us on social media platforms at Boss Rush Network. Use the hashtag ArsenalX, and you can catch all of our podcast reviews, banter pieces, and more on our website, bossrush.net. Let's jump in. To what we've been playing. Stoy, you have an extremely sad list here. Uh well, it was kind of <laughs> like so when I when I talked about games I've been I've been playing, um I mostly played Dragon Age 2 this week. And I, I you know, th- there were so many other things that happened this week that I didn't get a lot I didn't get a big chance to play anything different, but um, I beat Dragon Age Origins. I jumped right into Dragon Age 2, and that's got the frame rate boost and the HDR, and it, it looks really good, runs really well. Um, you know, the Dragon Age 2 is more of a linear arcade style RPG compared to Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, kind of like you know? Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I would say it was kind of more like that. Yeah. Um, you know, you had your hub area, and then you had other areas that you went to um a big complaint a lot of people had with it was a lot of the reused assets and you know sometimes you're going to the same place every time to do certain quests but you know it i think it worked out well with the story and the way the way they told it 
even though some people could say, well, it was just lazy development, but you know, they wanted content and the developer said that it was like, we weighed, you know, qual, you know, quantity over quality. And we wanted content more so than just like, you know, a bunch of places that you only visited once, so to speak. So, um, you know, and, and it's got some of the best characters, I think, and some of the best uh, storytelling, I think, in the series. So, you know, I I don't mind that. I actually have a soft spot for Dragon Age 2, but it's it's going really well with that. Um, my The Extra Life stream that I was talking about earlier this week, I first started out playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, and I, I, I beat that all the way through. It took me about, like, three and a half hours, which I was trying to run through it as fast as I could. And actually, no, it was like more closer to four hours. But, um, you know, there's people out there speed running this game in an hour. <laughs> like, I can't I, I can't fathom that. It took me an hour to get out of the freaking police station for crying out loud. An hour? Yeah. Yeah. Like 59 minutes has been kind of like the going speed run rate. Like, mm -hmm. I, I haven't watched it all the way through. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's what people are beating this game at. Like that's these speed, the, yeah, I know. Like, like I said, it took me like an hour just to get out of the freaking police station. Granted, I was thinking around part of it, but <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just wild to me. But I um I I, I tried to go through as quick as I could because I wanted to move on to other things. Because I ended up playing Mega Man Eleven, which I never I never fully beat that game. And my friend Pat, who's also part of the EXP cast, he came over to help me play it. And yeah, we ended up uh, getting through it and beating it. And that's, you know, it's not as frustrating as the OG Mega Man's, but it's still fun. Like, I, we, we, we had a lot of fun with it. It's a really good game. Solid, solid Mega Man title. And then we moved on to Metroid Dread, which I, I just started over because I hadn't played Metroid Dread in so long. And guys, let me tell you. The parry mechanic, I did it three times. <laughs> three yeah, times. Yeah, because I've heard those Emmys, Those Emmys ain't got shit on me. Let me tell you that. Let me <laughs> tell you that. I did two even in a row even. <laughs> anyway, if you, if you played Metroid Dread, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm looking at you, Eddie. Like, Eddie, you ain't got nothing on me. I'm the Emmy expert. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's a good game. I, it, It's just one of those things I still have trouble looking past that game as anything more than just an indie game because it has that indie level quality. Like it's a double a game to me. I don't know what you guys think of it, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I like it. I have been I mean, trying to, don't get me wrong. I love the game. Like the game is awesome. Like this is that, that's the Metroid game I wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just like, I feel like if it's not Mario or Zelda at least or Mario Kart or something, a lot of and not that I don't love Nintendo sorry guys my son is crying in the background but uh, a lot of Nintendo titles especially recently if it's not Zelda or Mario it's just feels like it's not AAA tier you know and I don't and don't they don't wrong, put a lot of assets into it yeah I feel into I mean, it, yeah. don't get me wrong this is the Metroid game that I think everybody wanted and it looks yeah. it looks beautiful it looks great but like and this is just a mind thing for me, right? Where, like, if, if it's not, like, the greatest-looking game ever or whatever, it just doesn't feel... I don't know. It, it, because it looks great. Like, I love the way Samus looks. I think the enemy design is cool. I think a lot of it looks great. And 
mm-hmm. you know to me like like you said it it's the double a version of what's coming with metroid prime 4 to yeah. me mm-hmm. and i and i know that's like a really terrible way to look at it because there's a lot of triple a 2d games that look amazing and a lot of triple a 3d games that look cra- like crap right mm-hmm. or a lot of mm-hmm. indie games that are 3d that you know you can tell that they're indie or small developers or whatever but i don't know there's just something about metroid that doesn't feel like the big budget nintendo title that everybody sees zelda and mario as well yeah i mean what's i mean N- nintendo knows this they're very well known to be business minded first so when you look at all the games that came out this year you know mario and zelda were and pokemon were the top three hits and that's what they continually churn out year after year. It's some sort of Mario title, some sort of Zelda title, and some sort of Pokemon title. Talk about talk about a title though that does ne- never feels triple A's Pokemon. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, it's what it's what sells sells the system and sells the games. So, you know, I, and, and I'm not knocking Nintendo. Like Nintendo's got some of the greatest franchises in video games right now. Like I am dying. <laughs> for something made a new Star Fox game. I'm dying for F-Zero still, like since GameCube. I've been looking for it for 20 years for crying out loud. We need a new F-Zero game, you cowards. <laughs> but, you know, and, you know, them coming out to say, oh, we don't have any good ideas for F-Zero. Fuck off, okay? Ugh. Don't get me. <laughs> now I'm mad. Anyway, I'm the joy of the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm going to be happy. So, yeah, uh, Metroid Dread, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, I started over from the beginning, and you know it's it's good. It, like it's it, it's so fun to play, and the the controls and the movement and everything about it is so tight and so well done. And after playing that, I just finished out the round with Streets of Rage Four. That's always a fun game. Like I love beat 'em ups, guys. Uh, beat 'em ups yeah. are just so like Streets of Rage, Takedown, uh, River City Girls. I'm super I'm super excited for River City Girls. I'm super super stoked for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh my god. Yes. You don't yeah. even know. You don't even know. <laughs> I do know. So Ninja Turtles you know. yeah. Stoy, you have to do Ninja Turtles with me for standard def. All right, I'm in. Call me in. Call me in. <laughs> yes. Dude, 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 can we do the ninja rap live? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. 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 So, are we doing? I, dude, I could do the dance. Watch, Jesse. Wait, watch, hold watch, on. Watch. Are we doing T U R T L E power? Or are we doing the Vanilla Ice one? No, the Vanilla Ice one. That's the only one that matters. That's not true. The other one listen, matters. Li- 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 listen, Vanilla Ice, one of the most talented musicians on this planet, sees four mutant ninja turtles break up his concert, and like a bunch of other like monsters or whatever. And this dude comes up with a song like that. <laughs> Yeah. Like in real time, and yeah. nails it, nails yeah. it. That's Can't how. That's that. how amazing of a musician he is. The man is immensely talented. To have come up with a ninja rap. Yeah, it's like just just like that. <laughs> and it's kind of great because you see the gears turning. You see, you saw the gears turning when all of a sudden you know they're getting to the fight in the middle of the concert hall, and he's just like, yeah, like you see it happening. And then you're just like, this man's a lyrical, musical genius. <laughs> Please, I hope everyone knows I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Just go. I mean, anyway. So I'm in on that. Yes. Um, I, uh, I 
chalked a lot of time with Horizon Chase Turbo today. Yes, how's that? And this game is if you have fond memories of Outrun, Top Gear, and Chase HQ back in the day, like those old school racing games, this game is for you. Like this game is right up your alley. If you're more into the modern racing games, you ain't going to get this game. You ain't going to get how much fun this game is. Okay. But I have fond memories of those types of games, those types of racing games. Like, I was a huge Top Gear fan. And they actually, they, I mean, th this is a love letter to those that types of games of, like, you know, just short, quick laps and, um, you know, crazy fast car play, car racing. And, you know, nothing like... I mean, these aren't Forza graphics. Let's just say that this is like basically like dressed up Super Nintendo graphics, and you know it runs really well, runs really fast, runs really smooth. You know the colors, everything is like very vibrant and pops very well, and it's, it's like the music is still kind of like that uh, gussied up, you know, chip tune style music from back okay. in the day. They actually remixed like if you're into that. If you know a lot of the music from back in the day, they remixed a lot of the songs from like, you know, Outrun and Top Gear. Like I, I recognized some of the songs and I was like, hell yeah, it's just banging, you know. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you have fond memories of those types of games back in the day, this game is for you. Like play this game, download this game, get in it like this game is awesome. And this game has been out for a couple of years and I finally just picked it up. And it's it's just I I'm kicking myself that I haven't got I haven't picked it up yet until hmm. like today literally I just chalked a couple hours of it just before recording, so cool. That's nice. what I said. Neat. Yeah. Neat. Jesse, what are you playing? So I I uh, early in the week I finished Halo uh, Infinite, <clears throat> and like I. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. I I really, I really dig what they what they did with the story. I know a lot of people, you know, like d thought it was pretty weak or whatever. But screw those guys, Jesse. This is an amazing story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think it's I think it's just the the thing is is like going into this. I, you know, when we're told that it's going to be ten years you know of content coming essentially to this you know like i did not expect this to barely go anywhere you know with anything and like i th you know i've heard a lot of people kind of talk about about the experience of the story and you know how people perceived it and what you know what it meant to them and all that kind of stuff and i i think i kind of sit in the same spot with the people who look at this as essentially them trying to right the wrong of Halo 5, kind of try to get to that story's ending and move forward, you know, to where they can, you know, really just start the new the new journey with with uh with Master Chief and stuff. And so like, yeah, there's don't, you know Don't you think that stifles a lot of the creativity of what could have been? You know, like the like I I always liken it too because I I've heard that same thing where people want to, you know, the developers wanted to kind of right the wrongs and make something, you know, to appease a lot of those people that didn't like Halo Five. Yeah. You know, so it's like imagine what they could have made if they had just let Halo Five be Halo Five. Yeah. And just make well, the game that they really wanted to make. Yeah. Instead of I, just like we're gonna make this game to appease you plebs. Yeah. 
I mean, I think, I think the thing is, is yeah, there's the like, I I would find it difficult to like to be in a difficult situation because, like you know, they obviously they still wanted to acknowledge what happened in five. But at the same time, they're kind of introducing new characters. But like, you know, like you you get stuck in the situation where, you know, how much how much do we really want to go into these characters because they could potentially be with us for, you know, the long haul of this journey. And so because that was another thing, like a lot of people like hated that you kind of. You know, the, like you had a good amount of, of time with the pilot and stuff like that. But then uh, then once he kind of like you have that situation where he feels like a loser and he's not like he's no good and, and all that stuff. he is a loser. <laughs> yeah. Well, once you get to that point, then he's just kind of like the rest of the game. He's just not there. But I do feel like it was like, you know, like we kind of got to the point of, where it's like all all they wanted to focus on was Master Chief and Cortana and you know that that journey to kind of to get to that that finalization of of where that where that's going to end up you know ending or how it's going to end and then then I think in the future we'll get more backstory and more you know of these these new characters you know like in the actual front of the story and making you know bigger decisions and and playing bigger parts but yeah i i think it's just it's this is such an early 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 part of this new story Mm -hmm. that they kind of got stuck in a in a position where they like you know like do we really have a lot of these characters in here yet or do we save save some of that for for the future and you know, and like, like now we've we've heard that there's a lot of of chunks of this game that had to be removed and and stuff like that. Um, just I think recently. that's par for the course in any game. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that probably wants to make it to the showroom floor, and then other stuff that just like, mm-hmm. well, we got to cut it for you know content reasons or whatever. So yeah, but at the same time, you know, like I think. I think that's part of a part of this, you know, kind of struggle that they've been having making this is, you know, like you can have a lot of content, but if, if it doesn't like, it doesn't like generally uh, mix in with the story you're trying to tell and it feels kind of wonky and, and disconnected, then, then what's the point in just adding more to the game? Like if it doesn't actually, play a uh you know a role in what the story you're trying to tell and so you know like are you are you, so so uh, just to kind of circle back are you saying it's not telling the story very well or no i i i think i think it is telling the story well it's just what we've got so far is is just kind of like the beginning of of something bigger and you know like i i i said it like that I or compared it to the new Dune movie, mm-hmm. where a lot of people said like if you really really aren't into this the story of Dune, 
that a lot of people will find that first movie kind of boring because it doesn't oh, have a lot of action in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and this this next movie in the in the storyline is when the action starts. And so that's kind of how I looked at this. Like I, you know, because the gameplay was so amazing, it like in my opinion, it it's a great and amazing game. And like honestly, I think, you know, like right up there with my game of the year. Um but I don't think that the, that this is, you know, the the action-packed part of this story. It was kind of more of the 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 start of it, and not, you know, not like that action isn't quite there yet. But I think now, you know, moving forward as we get more uh, story stuff for the Halo Infinite series, the, you know, we're gonna see more action and more, you know, like harder hitting uh you know storyline and storytelling um and uh, you know and and i think that you know it's valid for the people that maybe didn't didn't feel like it went where they wanted but i i just i think i was looking at it as a different at a different perspective of i kind of going into it i knew that this wasn't going to be quite the action packed thing because it's so early on and and something that they're planning on being 10 years of you know of content so i don't know i i think i just kind of like like held my my you know held back on expecting too much from this game quite yet so i don't know and Listen, as a know. video as a video game player and i i think these past couple of years have should have shown you to lower your expectations for everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like never, yeah. like you know, you should always temper your expectations in terms of, you know, what you want and what you get are going to be two widely different things. You know, yeah. admittedly, I I probably would have liked a bigger campaign for Halo, but we got what we got, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying what we got, and that's kind of yeah. the bottom line. So, well, and I and I think I think uh, you know it's. It, it's worth worth every every second to, to to also acknowledge that I think that though it, it it does feel like outdated, it like at the same time it feels perfect for Halo the whole open world uh, kind of you know part that they've added to the game. I think they did a really really good job with that and making it you know feel exciting and feel fun to to travel through the world and and do the things that you have to do you know like you know like when you do compare it though to other games it may feel a little outdated but i think it does what it what it needed to do and i don't i don't really know that that adding any more to it would really do a whole lot more for it you know like that would just in my opinion be putting more time into to making the game that that we might not have really needed, you know, like it just wouldn't have really made much of a difference. Um, like I do think there are some things that I would like to see, uh, like you know, them add as as they add content and stuff, like add new things to do, you know, to to make you want to go back to these areas that we've already spent a lot of time in and stuff like that, you know, and I'm sure they'll do that. But, um, 
Yeah, like I just overall though, I I really think they did a great job with it. Um, I'm I'm genuinely you know like really happy with with how how they did this game and and how everything turned out and you know like I I really do enjoy it a lot and I've been I'm still having fun playing it going back and finding stuff and all that um yeah you know it's missing some things uh you know the ability to to replay missions and stuff like that but that's we know that's all coming in time here but um so yeah I I finished that had a you know had a blast it was you know i played it on heroic so that that last that last battle was was pretty difficult at times um but but yeah I, i'm definitely happy with uh with the ending of it for, and you know for me anyways and then um i also yesterday i i teamed up with me and david uh lasby uh teamed up and played a little uh the alien uh fire team or whatever game so we played that a little bit because i hadn't played it yet and he you know he loves it and he's played it quite a bit and so he just kind of walked me through everything and like was letting me know how things work and all that while we played and and it was a lot of fun i i really enjoyed it so but yeah, that's that's pretty much all all I've really been playing this week. I didn't do a whole lot of playing this week, honestly. Been kind of busy, so. Hmm. Yeah, I same. I've been really busy trying to get a lot of things wrapped up and you know working. Yeah, bro. Like my Discord chat has been lighting up all week from you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, You've been busy. I've been building a work Discord for us to like, just like the main podcasting people. Not because the other Discord wasn't working. I just think, you know, we want to use that Discord for other purposes, like building the community out. And I needed a space for us to just like, you know, us ten to twelve people who are on the content. Like, we need a space to just update people on what's going on. Like here's the editing here's the you know show's been posted you know do we need guests who wants to be a guest on this or this you know and mm-hmm. uh get topic ideas for the for the new shows and and all that i feel like could get lost in a discord with you know <laughs> over 100 people in it so um well and honestly for me like it just helps me even use discord at all because yeah if we if we didn't have that in there honestly like i like i do try to i've been trying to more recently jump into discord and mm-hmm. like try to to interact and stuff a lot of times i go on the exp uh section uh yeah. to just to comment on things you know because i'll i'll listen to you know a lot of the time shows that i listen to i like to you know, like I'll I'll listen to it maybe a day later than when it was released or or something, and then I, it's late. But I'm still trying to give my little, you know, piece or interaction with the with the. I know. I, know I think episode. I wanted to talk to you about the possibility of maybe doing something more with the DC Comics universe, mm-hmm. with the games. I know you had some uh, you had some thoughts on some cer- certain games that uh, you played, and I was like, oh, it'd be cool to kind of revisit this topic again. So. Yeah, um, that's a that, that's a future sounds project. Like a, but sounds like a standard definition project. Well, you know the 
there's more to the DC universe of video games than just Batman, which I feel yeah. like we did just a bad job of talking about some of the other games. But admittedly, the more notable DC universe games were Batman games. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, um, yeah, like I was playing like, just well, I was playing Justice League for the Game Boy Advance just last week. You know, and I ended up picking up that for the for the Game Boy Advance on a whim. And I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Like, it's not bad. You can play as Superman. You can play as Wonder Woman, you know. Well, and I was talking about wanting to play Wolf Among Us because, you know, everyone's talked about how great that is. And that's a DC property. So, dude, yeah, it is so good. Like, I, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's admittedly it's Telltale's best stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's so just to, I mean, <laughs> I think with standard definition, you can go so many different ways, right? And uh, it's going to be more. So for those who uh, I guess I haven't really told anybody what's going on yet. Uh, so we're launching three new shows after the new year that are early access for Patreon. One is After Dark. One is standard definition which is a retro nostalgia podcast that i've been wanting to do for a while and we actually have we have a mixed bag of episodes already recorded that are already released so you can technically find that feed uh i think the first round that we tried was uh we did the original ninja turtles movie we did men in black and we did the dreamcast uh and then we kind of stopped because we kind of ran out of people and time and schedules uh and then the other one is expansion pass which is just like if you want to talk about something you can and it's a topic and you know i don't really know how that's going to fit yet but uh standard definition and after dark are really the two big ones that we're doing and uh i (laughs) there's a lot going on in that chat today (laughs) uh, (laughs) with topics and stuff uh but i think we're recording ghostbusters on sunday if Jesse's available, Jesse, you yeah. better be available for that. Yeah, I'm, I'll fight I'm you. hoping I can be because yeah, I I love talking about Ghostbusters. I mean, we know that's the only reason why like we're doing everything. Ghostbusters first. Yeah, <laughs> and we're recording it on a weekend so you could be on it. And I am waiting for that new one to come to video because the second it does, I'm going to watch it like three times in a row because <laughs> oh, I loved that new movie. Uh, but that's that's where we kind of want to house like if we want to talk about retro games or favorite movies or shows or uh there's a lot of mcu and disney animated talk going on in there now and like indiana jones story you and i are going to do that uh so that's going to be fun so yeah that those are all going to be they're not going to be behind paywalls they're just going to you're going to have early access to those episodes if you want to listen to them but yeah yeah and speaking of too like i i don't know what day you guys normally record boss rush but i literally all i have to work is tomorrow next week and i'm off the whole rest of the year so i wouldn't mind joining boss rush yeah uh wednesday uh when's we record on wednesdays so austin is this week but we can pencil you in for next week if you're okay because you set up the rest of the year so that would be 29th i think so okay okay cool neat we also record after dark right after now so 
Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Story, we need to get you on After Dark too. I'm in. I know. I know you're in. I'm just saying we gotta gotta I'm get in. you on the schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta pencil yeah, you in. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pay attention to the chat a little bit more and uh, yeah, kind of see where you guys are at. So yeah, I mean the the thing is is like tomorrow we're having a meeting on like what this Discord server is actually for and how. Oh, to is use that it. like? Can I jump in on that, or is yeah. that, or is that something? No, we can everybody record? in that Discord channel can jump in on it. If you don't want to, you don't have to be there, especially if you're not okay. on like the production side of things. Right. Um, yeah. But it's kind of explaining the server, what our plans with it are, and uh, Patreon stuff. Yeah, of course. So, I I wasn't gonna do Patreon stuff tomorrow, but uh, Mark asked. Uh, or Mark and I were going to record Iron Man tomorrow for Standard Def, but we're moving it to next Monday because uh, I kind of want to get this Patreon stuff. I thought we had like three weeks, but we only have two weeks until we launch, so I want to get that conversation out of the way because mm. um, it's a lot. Speaking of, so uh, uh, speaking of, actually, have you have you played any games this week? Have I? <laughs> I know we kind of went off on a tangent. No, here, that's but... fine. I th- I think it's important for people to know. You know, we're kind of having of course, this discussion yeah. on Boss Rush next week as well. Uh, yeah. But I played <laughs> I played Halo Infinite multiplayer. It's pretty much all I played this week because I just needed to shoot some stuff after some frustrating things were going on. Uh, yeah. I play a little bit more of the campaign. I really like the campaign. I would like to pay attention to the campaign. So I'm kind of like penciling in and i have a whole calendar set for next year of like you're gonna sit down and play these games especially if we're gonna bring up stuff for standard def like i kind of want to do one of halo you know also one Mm -hmm. of the stretch goals for patreon is like uh i don't know if you guys have been listening to the new game informer podcast their video game uh chronology podcast or whatever it's called Mm -mm. but where they like they just their season one was all about metroid and they went through each of the mainline games and kind of talked about them and uh i thought that was a good idea to maybe steal from them at some point so it's not stealing it's taking uh inspiration from yeah Yeah. you have to use the you have to use the right terminology yeah but uh game informer doesn't own that i know (laughs) they are owned by gamestop though yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. It, they're the, like they're the reason GameStop gets my twenty bucks a year. Yeah. Yep. Well, I. You know what? I thought about that too. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. That I really, I really, really do miss uh, having physical like gaming magazines. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I miss Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah. That and was just my like, go-to. And like the Xbox One, where you had like the demo discs with it, and you know, like mm. all the, uh, you know, like the PlayStation One that came with the, the discs of all the, all different demos on it, and yeah, like uh, I just I miss that. And the the uh, cheat code, cheat code central is it? Is it? Yeah, like yes, where they okay. were, it's just all cheats. All yeah, the cheats I used to go to a, a website called Cheat Planet. They would have all these cheat codes, and then, like, for classic systems, they'd have, like, uh, Game Genie coding in it and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 
I want to say it was the game game informer one of those magazines a long time ago that had uh is the need for speed two cheats and there was like literally a hundred different cheats yeah because there was a there was a cheat code for every single asset that they used in that game to make the levels and you could be you could turn your car into any one of the assets that they used to make those games (laughs) so there's like a hundred codes it was insane nice i uh so i played halo infinite i played oh i played some mario party friday uh with stephanie and austin uh which was we so we're dabbling in like some a youtube style show like once a week i think or a stream i haven't decided which one it is yet it might just be a stream because editing this thing is stupid uh so we we decided to play Super Mario Party. <laughs> and we were like, oh, let's do max turns. It'll be hilarious to watch everybody hate their lives. And like max turns, it said 30 turns. And we're like, okay, 30 turns. And it said approximate play time, 90 minutes. Okay, 90 minutes. Okay, that's probably an okay length for a stream. It'll probably be about a little over that, probably like two hours or something. This, str- this game... <laughs> took almost four hours lord <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh i i know i know like austin was like laughing and i like kind of wanted to like just say goodbye and i know stephanie just wanted to like murder all of us for <laughs> playing this long but man <laughs> it was uh mm. Mario Party, man. So, like, the next time we play Mario Party, uh, we're only going to uh, do, like, 15 turns. Like, half no, of that. Probably, probably be, like, two years until you need more Mario Party in your I life. mean, <laughs> I wanted it to be, like, Giant Bomb's Mario Party Party show. Yeah. Where, like, Dan Reichert was the only one excited to play Mario Party and everybody else hated their lives <laughs> for, like, three hours. And I was like, okay, that'd be hilarious. That'll be yeah. hilarious. Oh my god! It was my idea to play Mario Party. It was not a good idea. I hated every minute of it. Man. Speaking of man, I I miss I miss the original giant bomb like like crew kind of thing. Now everyone's kind of split up and doing their own thing. But I know. Okay. Yeah, because like oh those Mario Party and and the. Uh, the hitman series stuff oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> like some of the some of the funniest like video game video stuff ever mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. oh well but yeah, uh, that... I what else did i play i played something else this week but i forget what it was so it must not have been that fun uh i, I did play <laughs> a little bit of destiny i pl- oh i played uh a little bit of gears 5's hive buster dlc which oh. i never finished it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, it's fine. It's more gears, but I just I'm ready for another main entry in that series. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about gears lately, especially because uh, I know Jesse, you played some Fire Team Elite with Lasby the other mm-hmm. day, which I totally didn't see that tweet because I've been like neck deep in Discord, uh, yeah, trying to get everybody to use Discord, uh, but. 
I've been I downloaded it and I know it's a third person shooter and like all I want to do is play Gears now like that's all I want to do I even downloaded all the old ones I'm like this is something that's never going to happen but I'm going to play through them in order yeah in that Ooh. in that that aliens game is all it's so much like like uh like gears it, it it's a lot of fun and it's just like one of those games that just feels fun to just shoot stuff and and talk and and just kind of have fun with it you know and you don't have to do too much thinking and stuff it's it's fun mm-hmm. like yeah it, yeah the only the only reason i that i you know was good to go the other day is because i had seen that they they had planned to do something saturday night Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I missed that and I'm like oh I I wish I could you know could join. I you was guys, obviously but, uh, streaming, so that's why I didn't join. Yeah. I saw the messages and I'm like ah, I'm streaming. I can't really I can't really yeah. jump in. And I was playing on my Xbox One, not on my yeah. Series X. Oh okay. So. I was uh I also my wife and I started watching that Harry Potter Harry Potter trivia thing. Harry Potter trivia thing. I don't yeah. It was, like a new... it was okay. It's me. It was okay. It's a. It's called the Tournament of Houses. It's like a four episode event celebrating the twentieth anniversary of Harry Potter. So. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it for me. I hope to be playing more games in the near future, but it will not be this week or next week. <laughs> so. Yeah. Man, dude. So side tangent. In the chat, every week, somebody comments on the evolution of our beards and how it's a <laughs> natural evolution of beards. Oh, I need to shave so bad. Every week in the chat. I just wanted to acknowledge <laughs> that. This is like the fourth you know, or fifth week in the I'm, row. I'm actually supposed to be... I'm not supposed to have a beard because uh, I work <laughs> in the I work in the operating room yeah. at the hospital that I work at. So I'm supposed to be as, as clean-shaven as can be, but... Uh, incidentally, I'm going to be starting nursing school in a little bit, so I've been kind of just letting it go, and I'm just yeah. like, ah, I don't really care because I'm not going to be working as I'm going to school. So it's like, yeah, eh, I'm kind of been, yeah, letting yeah. it happen because you know they, they give you these like big, you know, kind of burka style beard covers to wear to cover it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Those things are hot and itchy, and yeah. <laughs> That, but that's exciting, though. Are you you excited for for the? For no, absolutely school? not. Absolutely no? not. I don't like school. I don't want to go back to school. I'm not excited for school at all. I I would rather just someone just give me an RN degree and just call it a day. Like here you go. <laughs> like I would love that. You know, I I, know I it wouldn't do me any good. But I, I, let's just say I'm excited for the next chapter of my life. Yeah. How this, about I, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's kind. Of, that's kind of more of what I was getting at. Cause yeah, like the idea of going I don't mean back to, to school. I, I don't mean to be a dick, but like a lot of people have been like, "Oh, are you excited to go back to school?" I'm like, "Hell no! I don't yeah, want to go back to school." <laughs> I was yeah, trying to I, delay this inevitability for years. You know, if I if I really enjoyed school, I would have gone to school years ago for my RN. You know, but I've been delaying it this whole time, and I'm like, yeah, I guess now's the now's kind of the time to do it. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because like, I, I mean, I never, I never enjoyed school. Period. I hated it. I yeah. was so glad I was done with high school to, to be done with it for the rest of my life. To be honest. Yeah, no kidding. And this is like the third time I'm going for some sort of education after high school. Yeah, yeah not a, not a fan. 
But I mean, but I, whatever. Like I said, it's the next phase of my life. In and out in two years, and call it a day. Yeah, and it definitely opens you up to a lot, a lot of you know different oh, options. Yeah. So oh, yeah, uh, that's the that's the idea because in my line of work, I'm stuck. That's the only job I can do. It's a very yeah. highly specialized skill, mm-hmm. and it's not something that I can take that skill into a different role. It's like basically this is like I'm shoehorned in this particular role. I'm a surgical tech, so I'm assisting in surgery at the field. So it's not like I can go take that skill and go work in a different department in the hospital. Like I can only work in the operating room and I can only do that particular task. So if I was, you know, that's one of the benefits of having like an RN license, a nursing license, because like, well, okay, I can go work at a different floor. I can work at a different unit. I can work in education. I can work in research. I can work in administration. I can work in IT if I wanted to. You know, mm-hmm. so it's the world's your oyster in that sense. So yeah. for anybody listening that wants career advice, <laughs> you know, especially <laughs> since nurses are leaving hospitals in droves because they don't, they don't like these COVID vaccine mandates. And um, so there's going to be a lot of job openings coming up soon. Yeah, very yeah. true. And well, and I mean, nursing just always needs people, even without COVID, always. honestly. Always, yeah. So, anyway, it's fair. It's enough about me. Uh, all right. Well, what's actually, next? it's not, what's it's next, not, Corey? it's not, it's not it's over yet. It's not. it's not over yet. Uh, well, okay, we'll episode. get to that. We'll get to that story later. So, okay, so some of the biggest news is that Xbox is Xbox Game Studios in particular has been cleaning up game Game of the Year awards from many outlets. Uh, a variety of games are winning Game of the Year awards, which uh, is very cool. Uh, Halo Infinite won uh, at Game Informer. Forza Horizon Five won at IGN. Death Loop, which you know PlayStation exclusive, but coming to Xbox this year or in twenty twenty two. Uh, one from GameSpot and Psychonauts 2 won at the Golden Joysticks. So Xbox is cleaning up some some trophies here. Psychonauts is actually surprising to me because um, I, I, I it's one of those things like even like when it takes two one game of the year, mm-hmm. like it's not something I anticipated, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see Psychonauts 2 getting its due. Yeah. I'm glad it is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Double Fine has been really scrounging the couch cushions for money to finish their games, and then when they were purchased by Microsoft, it, I felt like I felt like they could breathe a little bit, you know. And it's nice. Tim to Schaefer see. was like, "Yeah, we'll take that Microsoft money." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was look, my Tim Schaefer dance. Hey, Microsoft, when when Major Nelson retires, Corey, are you looking at my Tim Schaefer dance? I am. Uh, what do you think of my Tim Schafer dance? It just it just looks like you're uh If I was Tim Schafer, this is how I would dance. It, it looks like you're using that that uh device that you showed us at the top of the stream. Maybe I am. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. Maybe he is. Uh it's, it's still in the box over there. Yeah. Oh, so, so you're doing it old school way, huh? <laughs> so Ah, no hands. <laughs> yeah, no hands, mom. No hands. Look, look no hands, mom. God. Ah, mom, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, stepmom? Oh, uh, well, uh, I guess you'll be approved by uh, Pornhub soon enough. Uh, 
I've been, I've been refreshing my email minute by minute, <laughs> waiting for that approval email. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's cool. I, I like Psychonauts 2 a lot. Um, I didn't finish it like every other game I played this year, but it's something I would like to get back to. Mm. Yeah, I forgot. I actually forgot I did play a little bit of that as well this week. Yeah. I forgot because I, I jumped I jumped back <laughs> into it. I just God, I wish I had more time to play and finish games. I I wish I would stop creating work for myself. <laughs> I wish yeah. that freaking um Assassin's Creed would just shut up. I mean that's a news topic that we'll talk about later, but yeah. Oh yeah, I'm actually excited for the Odyssey one. I actually reinstalled Odyssey to, because I have another game I put 50 hours into and never finished. Uh Anyways, congratulations Xbox Game Studios for winning all these Game of the Year awards. Very proud to be an Xbox owner right yeah. now. Finally, the games are coming. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Finally. Not that, you know, Battletoads last year wasn't, you know. Dude, I love Battletoads. <laughs> yeah. I love that game so much. That was such a such a pleasant surprise. Like, it was everything I wanted in a Battletoads game. Man, thanks for bringing up that fond memory. You're welcome. It's what I'm here for, Stoy. Oh, man, that was such a good game. <laughs> I like to give you fond... Never what? Um, so... Stepdad, get off of me. <laughs> uh what we're talking about now oh halo infinite is getting finally got their playlists that people wanted very excited i have enough on twitter and they will come yeah uh halo infinite's multiplayer uh has dropped their slayer social slayer free-for-all slayer tactical slayer and fiesta playlists um i gotta tell you man so Tactical Slayer is the renamed SWAT uh, Mm -hmm. mode, which, I don't know, people are either very excited that they took the police element out of it or the very angry. Depends on which side of the line you fall on. Uh, But anyways, Tactical Slayer, as it's now known, is very fun. Battle rifles Mm -hmm. and pistols only. Take them out. No HUD. Headshots awesome yeah i hardcore love tactical slayer yeah yeah because whenever i played call of duty i was i was strictly hardcore uh play uh play you know game things only so you know instant kills if you get a headshot stuff like that so yeah like that that's and that's kind of where that started was from halo like i just loved playing that so then when when you know they had the hardcore mode and all the call of duty games i would always play hardcore only yeah i don't i don't need to screw around with the shooting people in the head and them still getting away surviving crap i want to i want to shoot people in the head and they die right instantly you know like not because yeah it's so annoying sometimes when you'd be shooting and shooting and shooting at people and they would just keep evading uh you know you being able to finish them off or someone else would come along and finish them off for you and it's just like ah come on i right all those bullets i wasted yeah dude halo (laughs) multiplayer is so fun Stoy, i know you're not a multiplayer guy but man man i mean i I, I may jump in on it. I mean, I, like I said, I had fond memories of playing multiplayer back in the day. And 
Yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see how much time I have coming up. So it, de- One it definitely. Fiesta. It definitely feels like Halo Three evolved, right? Like it definitely okay. feels yeah. that way, and it's. Yep. Man, every time I turn it on, it just feels like man. I don't even want. I wish they would have released the campaign first, because like every time I play the campaign, I'm like man, I wish I was just like shooting other guys, you know? Yeah. But, and and Fiesta mode is just it's just pure just it's pure chaos. chaos and fun. It's chaos. It's fun. Fiesta it's mode is like, chaos, dude. So okay, so I jumped into Fiesta the other day, and like I jumped in, I loaded in with a plasma pistol. And a regular pistol. And yep. everybody else had gravity hammers and the impaler, <laughs> the the banished impaler weapon and needlers. And I'm just like, God, God damn it. Just give me a gun that I can use effectively. Although, although, the, although the pistol is very effective in this game. Yeah, the plasma pistol, too, is like the plasma pistol. If you fully charge it, you can kill someone in one shot if you, if you and, land it. Yeah, but also it's more of like a... I'm gonna take your. I'm gonna charge up, sneak up on you, take your shield down, and then whip out my other my yeah. primary weapon and just take you yeah. out. Like that's that's but what the you, pistol. That's what the plasma yeah. pistol's for. But you can now actually kill someone if you land it without having to do that. You can actually kill them with a fully charged yeah. one shot of a plasma pistol in this one. Yeah. Which you know you could do in the past, but I feel like they always nerfed it mm-hmm. um, to where the they they would just be at just the at the uh, lat with like one one percent of health left, and then you had to pull something else out to finish them off. Yeah. But yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, I, I just love the the chaos of of randomly spawning with whatever and you just can't be mad because it's just like it is what it is you're just having fun you're living in the moment and yeah it's just it's all that all that like try hard stuff doesn't exist there because it's just you know you're not going there to try to be the best you're just going there to have fun and fiesta mode and that's why i love it so much that was literally the only thing i played in halo 5 ever <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, story this next one's for you, really. Yay! Honestly. Uh <laughs> although I'm I'm incredibly excited for this as well. Oh, I am too. I actually talked to um uh Lore together, um Mystic and Safi, uh talking about how it'd be cool if uh Mass Effect was uh, going to be made in Unreal Engine 5 and sure enough we got uh, we got it pretty much all but confirmed. Yeah. Um well cuz they're kind of is confirmed really, right? Cuz like Well yeah, because they made a job posting basically yeah. talented programmers with Unreal Engine 4 and 5 experience come join our team mm-hmm. and work with us in the next Mass Effect game. If that isn't a confirmation mm-hmm. that they're going they're ditching Frostbite and Thank going God. with Unreal Engine. Yeah. Well, Frostbite wasn't, you know, it's one of those things. Frostbite wasn't designed to work with games that Bioware make. Like all the, it wasn't designed for anything had. other than first-person shooters. First like shooters, yeah, exactly. Like even Madden, when they, when Madden moved to Frostbite, like <laughs> it, they're having a terrible time with it. Like I don't want to, you know. And talk Dice about is like, experience well, we don't know how to help you, you know. And and, and that that was always the problem with these EA studios, like. Uh, Bioware had to literally try to make a Dragon Age game out of this freaking mess, and they had to make a freaking uh, Mass Effect game out of that mess. Mm-hmm. And you know they did they did they did a really good job, all things considering. You know, with both of those games, more so with Dragon Age Inquisition, but um, 
Have you get you, you guys have played the Matrix experience, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's funny because I was playing that Matrix experience, just walking around town, driving around and stuff like that. And I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if Mass Effect was built with this engine? And I think the fact that I think uh, what's been alluded to a Windows Central article, this game isn't going to be expected to come out till 2024, possibly even later than that, 2025. I mean, they have enough development time to make this an awesome game. Mm-hmm. And with so many like easy to use tools that Unreal Engine is very well known for, especially Unreal Engine Five, I really think the future what we're going to start to see new next gen games coming out mm-hmm. over the next couple of years that are going to come out I think faster because Unreal mm-hmm. Engine Five has all the tools that they need, especially for Bioware games. It's going to be mm-hmm. dope. yeah, dope. yeah. The the asset store. Alone. So excited! So the excited. A- the asset store alone that they have for the new Unreal Engine, where you can buy like uh, fully HD assets for certain things, and like not even have to, you know, spend the time, you know, trying to build that or send send out to other people to make those things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, it, just, it has so like, many different like. I mean, yeah. you can use all these different like Maya and art tools along with the with the engine itself. Even Unreal Engine Four, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see because like yeah that that you know Matrix thing was just just the beginning of it and like you know like it's not they didn't I I feel like they put a good chunk of time into making that but they it, they didn't put a whole lot of time it didn't sound like into making that yeah which is amazing to think about because they modeled a whole freaking city and traffic patterns and you know uh, yeah. NPCs walking around and stuff like that to make this city like almost vibrant and almost alive, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, imagine. I mean, I, I I don't know how long it took them to make, but I can't imagine it took them a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, like just imagine the tools that Unreal Engine Five is giving these game developers. And this the, this engine is readily available. Like you could download it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and you I don't have to pay. With, you don't have to pay yeah, you don't fees have to pay on it anything. until you make like a million dollars off your game or something, right? Yeah. Or yeah. I think you can. I, I think there's two different subscription models where you can do that way, or um, I think you pay like a kind of like a stipend or something like that. Mm-hmm. I forget. I forget how it went. But I, I mean, I I don't know. I've dabbled in Unreal Engine four, and there's so many tutorials and so many like video and text tutorials to show you how to do things. Mm-hmm. So there is no trial and error. There's no starting from scratch with Unreal Engine stuff. Like this is probably the best case scenario for Bioware and now EA understanding how Frostbite would actually, I mean, how Frostbite hurt them in the past. Mm-hmm. And kudos to Bioware for coming. They probably had some say in this, if not all the say in it to say, listen, we're done with Frostbite. We can't do it anymore. You want us to make a good game, let us make our game. Right. Uh so that's that's exciting. You think you think Dragon Age will be on this too, or you think they're too far along? I, I don't know because they restarted development like a couple of years ago. Right. Where literally I think in 2018, 2019, they literally started over. Right. They had so much development time in and um 
I think they restarted over because they, 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 they scrapped everything they worked on before in favor of whatever it is they're working on right now. I would love for it to be an Unreal Engine, but uh, I don't think that's even been confirmed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I wonder, like, even if it was in Unreal Engine 4, you know, it sounds like it's pretty easy to um, to transfer those that over to 5 and and then give yourself the the new tools to be able to change things and improve them but yeah but yeah yeah i think it sounds like it's it's going to be made in frostbite yeah well, okay. well i mean at least we know they're moving in a new direction after this right i mean i i don't know i i still think like anthem was a great looking game that just wasn't. oh it was amazing yeah yeah but, it looked amazing and uh, dude, the flying, the flight was mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I hope that Dragon Age is is good because like I, Estoy, you've been talking about Dragon Age one and two. I actually downloaded Inquisition because I had never played Inquisition, so that's also mm-hmm. on my list to play uh, as well. Yeah, honestly, Anthem's failure was just in them not making it like a Halo game where you could play with four friends, but it's just a main campaign, and that's it. It was severely lacking in content. Like, it wanted to be Destiny, but it didn't have a a fraction of the content that Destiny had. Like, (laughs) it was was a big, open, vibrant world with nothing in it. Uh That's what hurt it. I think, I mean, to be fair, Destiny, when it launched, didn't have that much content in it either, but it was also the first of its kind, and and Anthem had, what, three or four games at that point to copy off of which you know destiny 2 division uh you know other games that are like that that i don't play Uh, yeah and that's why i personally was willing to give it a pass and you know was waiting for the you know them to to do the rest of the stuff and finish it but then when it got canceled yeah that kind of upset me quite a bit Mm-hmm. But I, I get it, though. Like, you know, like if, if they didn't feel like it was going to make them any kind of difference to try to finish something, you might as well move on and, and do something else. It's a shame because I personally would have liked to see what what came of it. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, like, yeah, same. Know, like I said, I, I gave it a pass and was willing to because, yeah, I did play that first Destiny when it first came out. And man, was it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Like I, I dropped off of it almost instantly. And I I unfortunately never got to really experience the first Destiny when they finally did get everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, you know, jump into Destiny 2 and, and enjoyed, you know, my experience in that for the most part. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, Unreal Engine. That dude, can we just talk about the Matrix demo for a second? Yeah. <laughs> sure. God, it was good. Dude, that was so cool. Like like yeah, I think the most video gaming thing that you saw was the character that you were controlling. Mm-hmm. And everything yeah. else was so like the assets they used for Trinity and Neo looked looked better than the the CG in the original movies. Like Yeah, really. Oh my god, yeah. dude. And they kept like switching between real Keanu and fake Keanu and it was like really messing with my mind like like if they're standing side by side you can clearly tell who's real and who's not but like mm-hmm. the way they kept switching between the footage was like I don't know what I'm watching now did they switch yeah. I can't tell yeah. Oh. yeah it's yeah it was insane no yeah, it, because... it's actually kind of crazy how it worked out that even though it was like a glorified tech demo 
they showed what you can do with it and how you can make a great action game and yeah. make it look amazing too. Yeah. Which yeah. that's that's the most true. Honestly, that's the most true next gen game experience that we've had so far with these new systems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, did you watch Digital Foundry's breakdown of it? No. Oh my gosh, dude! They went. Into I watched. Like, I, I watched crash footage. They went into like, they went into like, uh, like how the cars are built out of nanite technology until they wreck and then they like switch over instantly. Yeah. Or like how the it how they built the city and like how everything this nanite technology. That they, oh my gosh, it was just insane. And like, yeah, they would do like these drone pans of like these side paintings of rooms inside the buildings and stuff. And it's like they. They were like super photorealistic rooms. I'm like, I can't even tell. I can only tell yeah. because I know how video game cameras move, and this is clearly a video game camera. But like, other than that, like when they were like that first car sequence, like the way the cars were sliding as they were turning was so realistic mm -hmm. looking. And like, yeah, some of the physics of the cars when they were like rolling over and stuff looked kind of off. But like, oh my god, dude, like, it was insane. Yeah, or, I mean, I don't even know if it really was that they looked off. I mean, it's just not, that's not an experience of how you see a car react in your day-to-day -day yeah. life. I well, mean, there, is a, a, there is a video I watched of a, just a compilation of just crash footage. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, basically just someone driving around town and just getting into various amounts of car wrecks. And that's where you can actually really see the physics in motion of just, like, what happens when I launch it off this platform? What happens when I T-bone a car? What happens yeah. if I get T-boned? What happens if I just spin out of control and start to really roll? Like, that's when you really start to see the physics, yeah. you know, shine in a kind of unpredictable fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really yeah. excited for what Unreal Engine 5 is going to bring, not only in Mass Effect, but in, you know, other games. Like, yeah. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, like if they made the new Grand Theft Auto in Unreal Engine, which I know they won't. Because Rockstar's got their own engine, but the Rage um, Engine. Yeah, but you know, it, it would be cool to see see other like real good like third person action games in this. Yeah, Saints Row. Like I like honestly, I was like I was when I you know you're playing that part where you're shooting out the back window and blowing the tires out and stuff. Like I was, I totally could see that being like part of like a, a Saints Row like uh campaign section because they always have the over the top like shooting from the helicopters or or you know or whatever like yeah like i microsoft like, uh, microsoft yeah. bring black back yeah you cowards i get get black from somewhere someone's EA got the ip it. EA okay owns it. call up ea say you ain't doing shit with God. this let's Remember? take it back Remember black how? two Oh. Let's go, Unreal Engine Five. <laughs> Come on! Remember Get how good that game looked like? It looked on the Xbox, yeah. like Dude, and yeah. like that was like and the sounds blew like my the, mind. like if you were wearing headphones, the like the surround sounds of like even the bullets you could hear them falling the onto the ground, the yeah. shells falling onto the ground. Oh. That's why they called it gun porn. Yeah, bottom, no hands. Black, <laughs> so good. Black yeah. was so good. I wonder how it holds up now. It's backwards um, compatible. I wonder if it holds yeah, up. it's 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 actually holds up pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Maybe I'll it holds up pretty good. It up on the old series. I, the, the, X. the sound, the sound definitely holds up. Like, 
It actually sounds better than most first-person shooter games now. Cool. Yeah, because I think I think I played it like two years ago. At this point, and yeah, and I remember it holding up pretty well. Cool. Still, yeah. still is fun. Huh. Yeah, I'd like I even just like the last thing I like I just like was even thinking about just seeing like Wreckfest, like how realistic and good the. Uh, you know everything is the physics and stuff is in that to just see that like made in the next unreal engine too like i just i can't even imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's already so good <laughs> but yeah cool our uh our next story speaking of rockstar story bully 2 is rumored to have some sort of announcement maybe soon maybe uh, Man, kid, kid, they, they, they've been talking about Bully 2 rumors for years. I am not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I I was one of the few people who really didn't care about the original one anyways. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you on this, too. I didn't really... I'm with you on this, too. I really didn't care much for it, either. Like, it was kind of a cool premise, cool concept, but yeah. I was like, eh. Yeah. You know... It, it, it's really such a vocal minority of people that really want this game to happen. Yeah. I feel like this is a real mirror's edge situation where like there's people that say they want it. And then when it comes out, people won't buy it except for the fact that it's, they can put from the makers of grand theft auto on it and it'll sell. Yeah. yeah. Though, although the state of emergency, Oh man, was that an awful Woo! game? <laughs> I remember that. Bring it back. That yeah, or, oh, <laughs> Just I, I I traded that game right back two days later. <laughs> yep. I was like, this one's not for me, dog. Let's let's be honest. This is going to be a uh, this and Manhunt three or whatever are just going to be Grand Theft Auto Online updates. <laughs> They're not real games. They're just updates for online. Although uh, although Manhunt at least was is something somewhat somewhat interesting of a game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would, I would enjoy that for sure. But yeah, but I mean, bully, I just, I don't know. I just didn't, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, uh, this was supposed to be announced at the Game Awards, and people have seen it and apparently have played it, uh, according to leaker Tom Henderson, who has leaked <laughs> things before and have come true apparently. So neat. Bully 2, maybe, someday Neat. down the road. You know what is happening, though? There's a Splinter Cell remake from yes. Ubisoft Toronto. This is exciting. I'm, I, you know, it, I, I'm at a, I'm at a, you know, this seems to be a new trend where it's like they take dead franchises and then just kind of like, let's just remake the first one. I, you know, but I think that as uh, for a franchise as storied and as long as Splinter Cell has been and following the same character since the beginning, mm-hmm. I feel like this is an okay move, especially. No, if it, it is honestly Splinter Cell is a timeless series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's been I know there's been some talk or whatever that they might be taking some uh like Hitman style kind of things for for this new like for this mm-hmm. and kind of trying to do more of like a Hitman, yeah. a new Hitman type type stuff, but 
Yeah. That's I, all obviously that's all just I wonder if this I, I can get behind that. Yeah. I wonder if this game will like you'll play through the campaign, but then you can go back and like try to do the missions different ways with different weapons or different options of stealth and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I think that's where Hitman's gonna come in. I don't think you're gonna be able to throw a briefcase and it's gonna like follow someone, you know. <laughs> yeah, while well, they're on a jet ski. <laughs> but my thing is, if they're gonna be inspired by Hitman, then it's gonna be the uh, the leaderboards, the scoreboard type thing, and you know, approaching the levels in different ways to get those achievements or whatever. But it's cool. It's being made by Ubisoft Toronto, who did Blacklist, which I think a lot of people who played it liked, but didn't sell very well. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I think they. I, I think the idea of what they. Well, that was the first game without without Michael Ironside as the voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sorry, that's Sam Fisher, man. Yeah. Michael you Ironside, know why he didn't do it, though? He wanted to. I, I think they Ubisoft wanted to pass the buck on to. I think a new generation. No, he had throat cancer and was in the middle of treatment when they needed the recording done, so he was not able to record. Because he he actually was an advisor. Like, he was a voice Mm -hmm. advisor to the actor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I get it. Like, I... I get it, but if they're rebooting this with a younger Sam Fisher and Michael Ironside is in his 70s, like... I don't know. Maybe it is time to pass it on. I I don't know. This this gets weird because like at the same time, I'm like, yeah, get get a new voice actor in there. But also like, if if they ever recast Master Chief, (laughs) like (laughs) Steve Downs is Master Chief, right? So like, I I don't know how I would feel about that. See, see, that's the thing. Like, it that could be the point where you just start telling a new story. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess it. It depends on how you – more than one way to look at it, but – That's where the AI learning comes in, and you start start using people's voice digitally and still paying them <laughs> to do it, but you paying, use paying their the voice. Family, yeah. yeah, use their voice to, to digitally do it because, I mean, that's it's only getting better and better and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Do it. Uh, cool. <laughs> Splinter Cell coming soon. A last story, speaking of Ubisoft, not really much to say, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting a major expansion. It's $40. It's a third of the size of the main game, and uh, it's taking you to a new location. Also, a crossover with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which Odyssey got a free update this week uh, where she, uh, where uh, uh, Cassandra assuming you played as Cassandra, because I don't know anybody who played as Alexios. Uh, no one played as Alexios. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they gave you a new... I don't think he was even nominated as, like, a voice actor award in the Game Awards when that game came out. I don't either. <laughs> or Alexios. But there's a there's a new quest line in Odyssey where you are on a mission to find some sort of secret treasure that is linked to this new DLC in Valhalla. In the DLC in Valhalla, you actually fight alongside uh, Cassandra, so that's cool. Very, very cool. I uh, Pat Pat was talking to me about it. Uh, Pat from my podcast, he actually played it, and uh, it tied it tied up Cassandra's story. Yeah. Um, 
because yeah. it kind of left even with all the uh, fate of Atlantis DLC and stuff like that that came out after Odyssey. Um, it kind of left a lot of open-ended questions, but I think this one kind of ties it up. Cool. Nice. I love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I do not. I did not really care for Valhalla, but also like Odyssey. When you're playing as Cassandra, it feels a lot more fluid and agile. Whereas in Valhalla and even Origins, it felt a lot more tanky because mm-hmm. it, it just felt different. And I really miss the feeling of uh, Cassandra. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll get back into it. But I just when I think of a, these new Assassin's Creed games, I want them to feel like Odyssey, not Origins. And Valhalla felt a lot like Origins. So yeah like like for yeah for me origins like i i really loved the very beginning of it when you were in those tombs underground Mm -hmm. but the second it went into the open world i was just done with it i'm like nah this this does that i kind of want a game that does this all this beginning stuff a tomb raider like (laughs) game like with exploring and dungeons and stuff like that but yeah like yeah, I, I I agree though that next game did feel much better though even mm-hmm. and like I actually enjoyed playing that one I just didn't have the time to dedicate to it yeah I mean like I said I put fifty hours into it and didn't finish any of the story because there's like three endings to, into that game yeah I, I got I got one ending and I was like that's enough for me <laughs> yeah so that I, took me like sixty hours every like two or three months or so i get the itch to go back and play it and i'll play for like three or four hours for that week and then i'll just put it away yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so that's i enjoyed valhalla actually yeah i, yeah. I wanted and, uh, to i i do want to get back i do want to get back into it it's yeah. taking up a huge chunk of my memory on my freaking series x so really it's it's <laughs> you want to get back it's not that big of a file is it is the dlc a big file oh yeah the DLC that I just downloaded was like almost like fifteen to twenty gigs. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, that's the end of the news. Unless anybody has anything else that I missed or want to talk about, but kind of want to talk about Game Pass Stoy. So I do. I do want to give like a special shout out to Game Pass because Game Pass touts itself as being like a really good like. Hey, we got like a ton of like day one uh games that have come out like mm-hmm. literally like brand new like outriders release so. the show all the microsoft yeah. stuff yeah so like they've i i think oh, this year so far after halo just comes out or i think the gunk which we'll talk about um mm-hmm. is uh i think they've released over 54 to 55 games this year alone day one yeah so when you think of you know just say what you want about subscription services kind of being almost like the wave of the future now in terms of selling stuff um it's it's good for the consumer in terms of if it's if this is something that you want to you want to keep continually play new games month to month at least every month there was this year there was a day one release with the exception of maybe i think september or something like that didn't really oh no september had a lot but um yeah pretty much every month there was something that has come out like i said uh january you had cyber shadow the medium um project winter and wreckfest in february 
uh, yeah, M will be the show. Outriders in April. Um, you know, uh, the Ascent that was a really good one uh, in July. I want to get back to that one. Um, who could forget Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, the technical masterpiece? <laughs> Sarcasm once again. No, um, it was great. You know, and it was great. It was wonderful. You enjoyed it. You just didn't appreciate the changes the dungeon master made during the game when your character would clip through the world and die. Or all of a sudden, the uh, the large uh, hulking enemy that uh, you're fighting against all of a sudden like clipped like 20 frames over and attacks you from behind. You know, yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, from a from a money standpoint, I. From a money-making standpoint, I know this is a good investment, not only for Microsoft, but for these other um, developers that, you know, want their games to be well-noticed because, you know, there's a lot of AAA games on here, obviously, like Back for Blood. That was one. That was uh, day one. And then, you know, Forza Horizon 5. But you also got some of the, uh, you know, indie ones like uh, Hades. Oh, Hades was kind of a day one. But, it was day you know, one for the uh, Xbox release. Skatebird. Yeah, yeah. Skatebird. Uh, Flynn, Son of Crimson. So that's that's really cool. Like, honestly, Game Pass is where it's at. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah. So naturally, when we talked about what's coming to Game Pass, all of a sudden, like, Game Pass drops a whole bunch of new shit. <laughs> of course. Yeah. As usual. Side tangent mm-hmm. before you continue. Sorry, sorry. I... I've yeah. been really conscious to not cut you off, trying not to cut you off because we had a little discussion of like people feeling like they were getting cut off during episodes. But like, right to your point here, like I tried to write the Game Pass article on Monday, and then I Tuesday okay. they announced a bunch of stuff, and then I went to write it on Wednesday, and then I saw mm-hmm. that Thursday they published a bunch of stuff. So I was like, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna start doing this on Thursdays. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know when it's a good time because, like, sometimes it's like they'll release it at the beginning of the week, and then all of a or just like the day of, you'll like go to the Game Pass page, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of new shit. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. So anyway, what came out last week? We obviously knew about Aliens Fireteam coming out in December 14th, but they dropped Ben 10 Power Trip. That's cool. Uh, Broken Age. That was another. Um, I think the Double Fine game, uh, where it's like a point-and-click mm-hmm. adventure uh, yeah. with uh, w- with your boy, uh, with your boy um, Elijah Wood. That was it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Firewatch came out on the 16th. That's a really good, uh, really good kind of walking simulator type with a really good story. Uh, the Gunk, uh, we talked about that one. That came out last week too. Lake, uh, the the Postman. Or the post woman simulator game mm-hmm. that came out on the 16th. Mortal Kombat 11, that's that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, and Jesse, you may be interested in this one. Paw Patrol, Mighty yes. Paw, Save Adventure Bay. It's on my heart drive right now. Yes, and Corey, we know it literally is. <laughs> Corey, we know is downloading this right now as we speak. Race with Ryan. I am. You know, I'm going to I'm it's going to be my next 1K achievement game. So, I had to look up this kid. <sighs> you know. Um year a, a year ago or something like that. Apparently this kid's got millions mm-hmm. and millions of subscribers on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. And 
Does this does this boy know this? It hurts. <laughs> Do you think soul. he knows that how much money his family is making on his behalf? No. Oh, I'm... that's this is child abuse. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is like Mario Kart with just a bunch of like shitty kid things in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shitty, um, shitty yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I was just looking at it. I'm like, I don't know what this is. So. And then you also got this game. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to record of Lotus War, Deed Lit in Wonder Labyrinth. Yeah, it's a Metroidvania. It's apparently amazing. Okay. It's based on an on an anime on a Japanimation, as the really. Case. I wouldn't have guessed that. That's what I heard, but I also heard it's like one of the best Metroidvanias of the year. That's not called Metroid Dread. So oh, okay. Oh. All right. Cool. Uh, and then uh, Transformers Battlegrounds. That's another one that uh, came out. You guys remember uh, High Moon Studios when mm-hmm. they did the Transformers games? Yes. Yeah. I Those want. So good. Dude, uh, remember when they re-released them on Xbox One and the ports were trash? Yeah. Uh, and then they yeah. delisted them all. Yeah. It's the only reason why I I went back and got my 360 because like those games are still playable on 360. They're still available digitally. Also. Yep. Oh. Yep, those are the uh, I I still hung on to those copies, so I still got them. But uh, it's a sad state of affairs that we'll never get another one from them because High Moon Studios is now a Call of Duty factory. Gosh, dude, Fall yep. of Cybertron was so good. The second one, yeah, the second really one was. was awesome. Mm-hmm. The first one was good, but the second one was like a tier, like yeah, Transformers. I mean, they took everything that was great in the first one because when the first one came out, everyone was like. Holy crap! This is an amazing, it's an amazing game. Mm-hmm. That was the time when like every game came out was like a, you know, Gears of War clone, mm-hmm. which so this also is. It was but it's it was Gears of War clone, but it was still good. Yeah. Uh. Um, so of course, naturally, by the time you listen to this podcast, they, they'll probably have dropped like what's coming out the rest of the month. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, they'll probably be in five more games on there. <laughs> honestly, I honestly like every time like I read an article that says like Xbox drops another batch of Game Pass games, I get so excited. I'm like, yeah. what are they? What are they giving us now? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's uh, Ooh, yeah, Mortal like, Kombat 11. I already have that. Ooh, Race yeah. with Ryan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our like Game Pass in general like is gonna play a big part in my my conversation of our topic of the show so yeah <laughs> side tangent speaking of game pass we were just talking about black it's on game pass yes yeah. it is yeah yep. i was gonna say i actually just saw it so you have no reason not so, to play that i want to try something for this show starting in the new Ooh. year okay i think we should all at least try to play one game pass game and talk about it for this segment Maybe. I actually try. I actually tried to. Um, okay. I tried to do that a few times. It's just the last couple of weeks I've been kind of busy. You know. Well, yeah. Well, did you did you did you get to play Gunk? Me no. Uh, I, okay. I I have no interest in that. Cause I I did. It's I like. It's like to me it kind of reminds me a lot of like Kenna Bridge of Spirits, where it's kind of like. You know, like, but but less less uh, like attack. Well, like I just I just got 
the upgrade for my like hand thing that allows me to shoot like a like this blast type thing it's kind of almost similar to like a mega man type thing you can't like charge it up yet i don't think but but yeah you just like you kind of shoots like one shot and then you know but but so i i haven't gotten too far into it but but i am enjoying it like it's it's very much a chill game like it's not it's not a super uh like you know having to think kind of game it's definitely uh, a chill game that you could just like listen to podcasts and stuff while playing um i do like the characters so far and stuff too like cool like you know and so i'm i'm enjoying it i think i think it's a it's a it's a pretty decent game uh if you just kind of want to sit back and unwind and and kind of just have fun exploring this world because the, the world looks really awesome too and stuff so but yeah, I, I played I played a couple hours of it so far. I mean, I'll probably stick with it. Cool. So I don't think it's very long either. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. I think um, you know, maybe jumping on something even from the back catalog. I know Corey, we gotta sometime this week uh, sit down and play some Operation Raccoon City. So. I know it's sitting, taking up space on my hard drive because it's always like. Gotta buy it. You know, gotta play some. Yeah, you, you gotta play it. It's it's an underrated gem. And I know I'm probably one of the only people in in the world right now that says that, but I. I mean, that's what makes it underrated, right? Yeah, exactly. The more people say it, the less underrated it is. So. Yeah. I also so on. Speaking of uh, older games, I. All the like Splinter Cell. I bought the first two games because of the remake was announced. And I've never oh, okay. played Splinter Cell, so I thought this would, might be a good opportunity to do that as well. Mm. So yeah, I I know I know I own a couple or like I think two of them. I don't remember which ones. Mm. All right, well, good job, guys. Good job. We we did the we did the first thing, we did the second thing. Now we're going to move on to the third thing, which is the topic of the show. We can kind of talk about Xboxes 2021 a little bit in review. Kind of just say what we liked. What maybe if they did something terrible, they did something great, they did something in between. How do you guys think Xbox did this year? Kind of a different year for <laughs> Xbox Cave Studios fans. Corey, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. Thanks, Stoy. <laughs> I think that Xbox had a great year. I'm going to I think that they did a lot of great things. I think their backwards compatibility program got stronger. I think the frame rate boost stuff was a great uh boon to that that program uh adding those last what 70 something games at you know to kind of say hey, we're kind of putting a bow on this project unless licensing things. No alpha protocol, no army of 2 the 40th day, no army of 2 the cart devil's cartel that's why xbox gets a d minus for yeah no alpha protocol yeah (laughs) Uh, but other than that like i I think that really did a lot for them i think that flight simulator did a lot for (laughs) for kind of teeing off xbox this summer at least Mm -hmm. and then we got psychonauts 2 which was great age of empires 4 which by all accounts is 
good, if not great. I really haven't heard anything negative about it, except for the fact that it might be a little bit uh, simple compared to 3. Well, no, admittedly, it's, I mean, it's always been one of the better real-time strategy games about, you know, history and conquests and war, like, Mm -hmm. ever since, you know, for the last, like, 20, 25 years, so. Yeah. I ended up throwing up that article that I found about the, uh. I saw. uh, Day one game passes in the chat, so I don't know if you guys want to follow along or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, you threw a picture of that xbox in there yeah 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 wait <laughs> yeah that's the one you want or that's the one you want to get that's rid the of? one i that's the one i want oh. that it was 125 bucks at the local place that i wanted that's not terrible for that by the way no 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 uh, and it came with the blue controller and everything yeah. like this one like i said was only 60 some bucks but it came with a white controller and no hard drive mm. the hard drives so. are expensive if you yeah. don't get it with the console that's the thing yeah so So. yeah anyways xbox had like just the back half of the year too uh in the day one stuff on game pass like outriders is a game i probably wouldn't have played if it didn't come to game pass day one i'm gonna be honest with you like i I thought it looked great and maybe i would have picked it up on a sale but the type of game it is and it's like if you don't jump on it when the community is playing it like are you really playing it i know they said it's not a destiny like or it's more like a borderlands ish type thing where they're going to add expansions to it later and you can play it by yourself but like outriders is still my game of the year it's crazy (laughs) you know until i finish halo like unless something drastic changes with halo outriders is my game of the year it's so good and like i wouldn't have gotten to experience it without game pass you know Mm -hmm. uh, especially like because at the time i was working a different job and not making a lot of money and trying to play what i could and game pass just really saved my keeping up with games you know mm-hmm. i think the only games i really spent money on until like really a couple months ago was metroid dread and uh maybe a couple others early on like Mar- super mario 3d world i pl- i bought and uh you know now like i make more money and it's easier to spend money when i want to but early on you know it's uh it was game pass has just been a i i feel like game pass people before this year people were like yeah you should if you have an xbox it's a no-brainer to have game pass but this was the first year where it's like if you don't have game pass you're an idiot you know yeah like you started seeing flashes of that with like when uh gears 5 came out and you're like oh man this is this is the future of game pass like first party releases on game pass this is cool mm-hmm. but they weren't releasing three, four, five, six, seven games first party, right? And then they did the cloud thing, and then they did the uh, ultimate thing, and every, everything's just kind of like everything is working how it's supposed to be now with Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, God, dude, I, if you if you own an Xbox and don't have Game Pass, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I, it's seriously such a wonderful discovery tool. And I mean, it still gives you the option to buy the games to keep them, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it still does. Well, that. some of the games, some of the games leave the service. Like, they don't yeah. stay on the service for very long. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the first party titles stay on the service for a long time, but mm-hmm. the third party stuff, like, will eventually leave. Yeah. And everything. So, if you decide to keep it at some point, mm-hmm. you know, or you decide you want to just buy it, obviously, because you want to keep playing it, 
you get a you get an immediate discount, mm-hmm. you know. And I yep. think that discount stays for a while. Like for I think as long as you have the Game Pass subscription, you will always get twenty or twenty five percent off mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. of that game. And then like yeah. usually if a yeah, game's le- oh go ahead Jesse. Uh, just I was just gonna say yeah, there's there's definitely been a couple of games I've bought that left the service. So mm-hmm. yeah. And usually if I'm like really into a game and I discovered it late and it's leaving soon and I want to continue playing it or just really like it, I will end up buying it. And it's, I mean, it, it, a lot of people are like, well, how, how is Xbox selling more games if they have Game Pass? Well, this is how you, this is how you get people to buy more games. Either A, you buy the game because it's leaving the service and you're really enjoying it, or B, you buy it because you want to support the d- developer more, or C, you tell your friends about it. And they'll go buy it because they don't have Game Pass or, you know, like they'll, they'll just be like, they, mm-hmm. maybe they're the people that don't play a lot of games, but they want to play games with you and you mm-hmm. tell them about it and they'll go buy it. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the system. Or D, you buy the $50, you know, add-on bonus stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, you're more I mean, inclined to buy the DLC. Yeah. I guess yeah. in the end. Yeah. Like yeah. with Forza Horizon 5, how many people got that for free? Or mm-hmm. got that with the Game Pass subscription, and then just ended up buying the DLC, which I think it, they came out and people came out in record numbers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. then you could get it, you know, play it early and stuff like that. And a lot of mm-hmm. people wanted to play that early, you know, like yep. that was that was something people had been looking forward to. And then yeah. I mean, you had like amazing games like I Am Fish, mm-hmm. you know. Shut up, Jesse. <laughs> Deer Simulator. Yeah. Shut yeah, up. That- yeah i mean yeah this but like i had said earlier like honestly game pass like i mean that you know standalone you don't have game pass this year was still amazing they still released a lot of great games and a lot a lot of great experiences but game pass like having that and getting so much of these great games that we got this year like day one or soon after launch on game pass has just like made this this year like in my opinion one of the best in the xbox history i'm gonna i'm gonna say game pass really saved xbox's bacon this year yeah this year they really showed why you should have this subscription service they Mm -hmm. came out with a stellar amount of games not only just you know these day one games that we talked about um, but you know, even just like old catalog games that just, you know, drop out of nowhere, like, Hey, you know, you remember this game? Well, now you can play it. It's on game pass. You know, mm-hmm. that maybe came out a few months yeah. ago or whatever. So, um, here's quake you know. updated. Here's, <laughs> yeah. Here's Did all the Beth- for this, by the way, here's all the Bethesda games too. That yeah, happened yeah. this year. And EA. Yeah. And yeah. EA jumps on, jumps into the fold too. So, th- I mean, that's really cool. Um, Admittedly, and, and, and this isn't anybody's fault, but I think this year was probably one of the more lackluster years for AAA titles in recent memory. Like, we didn't get a lot of really good AAA titles that we, you know, we come to expect. A lot of stuff came out kind of broken. A lot of stuff came out, you know, needing fixing, needing constant updates and, you know, continual updates. Just, you know, so... We saw a lot of really good, you know, third party, uh, uh, 
uh, not 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 third party, but like indie titles. But you know, e- even still, like I don't think this year was as big as it probably was supposed to be. And I think a lot of it obviously has to do with you know, kind of like COVID rocking everybody's worlds and you know, changing development schedules and whatever. And but like I said, I think. Microsoft kind of doubling down on really getting a lot of people to subscribe to Game Pass. What are they at? 13 million? No, yeah. they're at subscribers they're right now. 30 million. Yeah, or 30 yeah. million. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of money in Microsoft's pocket. Like, we're talking between 10 to 15 bucks per person. Yeah. That's, that's an insane yeah. amount of money. I mean, even if it's so, just 10... Right. Yeah. Even if it's just if you're going the lowest, not honest. Obviously, people are getting deals and probably bought in for a dollar at some point or whatever. But like mm-hmm. average, like once this all levels out and people are actually paying for the subscription service and whatever, let's take ten dollars. Right at thirty million, that's three hundred mm-hmm. million dollars a month, and yeah. that's what's that times twelve? Like <laughs> three? Like I don't even want to know. Yeah. Three point six billion we're, we're, dollars a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in like, like MLB the show coming onto Game Pass felt like a cold day in hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I mean, people were like, I mean, that Sony was Studio. so shocking. Yeah, that really was. That yeah, really was. Like, they, yeah, there just was. They like Xbox this year just showed how much they they are playing to to be better. And be the, you know, try to be the place that they want people to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, like I said, I think Xbox didn't have a stellar lineup of good AAA, you know, good, like, must-have titles, with the exception of Horizon 5. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was their big one. You know, in my eyes, like, in my, yeah. in, you know, there were other like real good, like kind of triple A games to have come out to, you know, say like you need a system for this. But like, I think Horizon 5 was Microsoft's big triple A title that I think knocked everything out of the park. I'm really looking forward to next year. Next year is going to be real crazy. Like, I am I'm kind of like afraid of my <laughs> pocketbook next year. So, yeah. And I, I and you know th- this goes with for developers all across the board. Like what Nintendo's top four games this year were all remakes or remasters. You know, Metroid Dread I think was the only real original game that they had. Uh, PlayStation I think the only real good original game that they had was besides I mean Ratchet and Clank and Death Loop, but that was all mm-hmm. they had really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which we'll be getting Death Loop on. Yeah, next year on Game Pass next year. So yeah, yeah. There's like that's the thing is there's so many things that that are already previously made that that are just waiting to go on Game Pass Mm -hmm. on top of whatever they're also working on. You know, like that's that's the thing. There's just yeah, I I I'm so ready. I can't wait to see what next year brings. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the image they tweeted out for Game Pass? Uh, The future of Game Pass. Uh-uh. No. I God, I wish I could find it. This isn't it. I don't. I don't remember if it was Xbox or Xbox Game Pass who tweeted it out, but I'm trying to look for it right now. Maybe it was. It, was it like the games that are coming next yeah, year? Yeah, it said 2022 yeah. and beyond. I wish I could find that image. It was so like 
informative and great. Uh, maybe it was Xbox UK tweeted it out at some point. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I need to find this image because th- that image had like forty games on it. Uh. Well, like one one other thing too. Like I know I know you were mentioning like, you know, like we we had some good, uh, you know, like uh, indie titles and stuff. Like, like I think you know, like uh, that Flynn, Son of Crimson. You know, like that 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 was like one of those games where I didn't know that I wanted that game <laughs> until yeah. I, you know, luckily it was on Game Pass and I could try it and then realize how good of a game that really was. You know, and there was a couple of those this year where it was like, you know, normally I, you know, when I'm not having, don't have a lot of extra money to spend, there's just certain things that I'd be like, yeah, it looks cool, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it. And a, a lot of those kind of games that I normally wouldn't be able to really take a risk on, you know, came to Game Pass. And, and I think, you know, like that for me, that's what really helps that shine much and like this year yeah there was a couple of really good games that i normally wouldn't wouldn't uh be able to to take the chance on yeah that came to game pass so mm-hmm. yeah like all right that and that and bill too i found it i found it so okay so uh 2022 and beyond uh plague tale requiem uh as dusk yes. as dusk falls atomic heart which is that kind of a uh, soviet Bioshocky looking game. Oh yeah. Avowed, Contraband, Death Loop, uh, the Ayudin Chronicles, which is Contraband like Contraband ain't coming out next year. Stop it. It says 2022 and beyond. That's a lie. And these are in alphabetical order. Uh, the those two strategy kind of RPGs that are in the vein of uh, Suikoden, uh, Everwild, Fable. Forza Motorsport, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is another one that's coming soon. Uh, Hellblade 2, Hello Neighbor 2, Indiana Jones, Party Animals, Perfect Dark, Project Mara, which is Ninja Theory's other game, Redfall, Replaced, Scorn, Slime Rancher 2, oh boy, Sniper Elite (laughs) 5, which I know a lot of people were making a big deal out of that one, Somerville, Stalker 2, Thank God they re- removed those NFTs. <laughs> so people yeah, can... yep, no kidding. Uh, Starfield stated to K3. Uh, I can't read this. Trill? Twill? Anacrusis. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell what it is. Elder Scrolls 6, Outer, Wa- Outer Worlds 2, uh, Total War, Warhammer 2. Uh, Trek to Yomi and the Weird West. So, I mean, I know a lot of those games aren't coming next next year, but 2023 probably for Perfect Dark and maybe... About. I would say probably a good portion of those games will get pushed back to 2023 or, like you know, I, I know I think they were placeholdered for 2022, but yeah. I, yeah. Like, especially like Indiana Jones, I highly doubt that's coming out next mm-hmm. year. <laughs> yeah. I wonder... I wonder when we'll see gameplay for Indiana Jones. Do you think that or Wolfenstein 3 are going to come first? Is going to come first? I think Indiana Jones is going to come first. I don't I don't think we're going to get a Wolfenstein for a while. Well, they said three, I, I, they I said 3's in development. Yeah, but at what stage? You know, it's yeah. like 
they, they, maybe they got two state two teams working on it, but maybe they got more hands on deck with Indiana Jones. Yeah. Plus, Machine Games know. is working on Quake apparently also. So hmm. plus, they, I mean, they've been updating that weird re-release on Game Pass. They just put a new mode in it, that Horde mm-hmm. mode. A Horde mode, yeah. So, which it's like, okay, that we, I, I guess we wanted this. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> But yeah, yeah Game Pass. I, but yeah, I'm. I, I I guess with the lackluster year that we had, just to kind of put a nail in the coffin for me, what I what I think is, you know, it it, it was it was a good year, but it wasn't great for Xbox. Um, I'm more looking forward to the future of what they what they're going to be bringing because especially with the Bethesda acquisition that they kind of fully set in stone this year, and outlining the plan going forward. I think them outrightly saying Starfield is going to be exclusive and the next Elder Scrolls is going to be exclusive to our system. I'm, I'm, I'm just more so looking forward to what they're going to be bringing in the future. Mm-hmm. And I think 2022 is going to be the year of Xbox. Yeah. 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 I think, I think for me, like the, the main reason I looked at this year as being like one of the best is it just like, I feel like there we're seeing a lot more people give, uh, give respect where it's due mm-hmm. to what xbox is doing and and you know there's still even though game pass was you know undeniably great there still was a lot of people who were you know just still trying to you know push it away as being nothing big and you know though it doesn't matter you know they don't have games blah 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 but like I feel like this year is where they finally, you know, like not all of them came out this year, but you know, like this year we got to see just how promising of a future, you know, that the new console, ha- you know, people who own the new console have, and like I'll be honest, I, you know, like there's games that that I really want to get a PS5 here eventually, but I don't feel like. I need one as badly if it if I was you know given the choice where right now you know I had to decide which one I wanted to pick and I hadn't had either up until now I personally would pick the Xbox like I yeah. you know like there are games that I want a PS5 for but I I feel like the Xbox has more to offer for me personally and that's the thing like personally for me I know that that doesn't go that doesn't go for everyone, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying personally for me, like I I would I would be able to do without a PS5 moving forward right now. Yeah. I, well, I, admittedly, there's there really isn't a good reason to own a new system right now. Nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Halo and Forza are on Xbox One, mm-hmm. so I mean, theoretically, you don't even need those either, but. I know, yeah. I know there is a difference. Like I watched, I think GameSpot or something like that did a video on showcasing what Halo looks like in Xbox One versus Series X, and there isn't that much of a difference. I think the only real difference is frame rate and draw distance. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, the and then texture pop in. Yeah. Well, I mean, aside, like if you want that visual experience, the Xbox One X actually runs Halo better than the Series S. If you want the fidelity mode. Yeah. yeah. Right. But if you want frame rate, obviously the Series S is way better. But mm-hmm. I think it's still targeting sixty, though, right on on One X. No, 
uh, I think it's only in 1080p. Okay. 1080p, 60 frames a second. Right, but I mean, it's still you can still have that option on this One X. Yeah, on the One X, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only true 4K 120 is this Series X. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I've been playing a lot more of my Series S lately because it's in the office and I just am working and playing it. So, yeah, yeah, it's always easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we did it. We did it. Twenty-one episode for Arsenal X is in the books. Big year for us too. Stoy joined the show. Yeah, I feel like we feel like we found a rhythm for this. Yeah. I feel like it's it's going it's going well. Yeah, I like it. I like am I, it. And my and my I, I keep forgetting to tell you my last name is Jovic. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, <laughs> pretty sure. I mean, that's what my parents kept calling me. No, why didn't you correct me? I kept forgetting. Keep forgetting where I was like, ah, he said Jovic again. Correct him later. Jovic. Okay. God. Stoy. I'm sorry. Thanks for making me feel like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> on the last episode of the year. Hey, I, I I wanted to tell you in private. I didn't want to tell you on the actual episode. I wanted to tell you like private one. You stopped recording, right? Nope. <laughs> Still oh, live. Sorry. Sorry. You, you've got a New Year's resolution. <laughs> Next year we will we will pronounce your last name right. Everybody <laughs> is gonna have to pronounce my full name. Yeah. Stoy. That's fine. Stoy. Stoy's fine. <laughs> Forgive me for being a white American who just says it how it's spelled. That's okay. Uh, I don't like this. I don't like how I feel right now. Oh my god, Jesus! You know, you, you know how many people like this is such a common thing for me. I just don't like it. Yeah. I know, but people like, say my of, last. Most of the time, I just let it happen. Most of the time, I just let it happen. It's just people say like, "Oh, is your name Stow John?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure, fine. I don't care." You know, it it comes to a point where like, whatever. It doesn't. I'm not gonna die on that hill to like force you to say my name, right? Hmm. So don't feel bad, or feel bad. I don't care. Do what I you do want. feel bad because I whatever. people then say feel my. Bad. Then you know what, Corey? You should feel bad. Feel bad. Yeah. I do. Okay? People right. say my last name wrong all the time, and you know. Oh, poor Corey. Poor Corey. Oh, how's that feel? <laughs> you hear? Well, it's funny because you hear about that all the time, like with uh, athletes and stuff. And they just, they just won't, they won't say anything just because they're probably they're so used to it. And it's just like, eh, who cares? Well, yeah, like Nikola Jokic. Like everyone calls him yeah. Jokic. It's Jokic. It's Jokic. They say the J like a Y. They don't put it. They don't say the J like a J. Like it just bugs me every time. Like professional sportscasters say Nikola Jokic. Like take, <laughs> say it right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for pronouncing your name wrong for what twenty weeks. You should be Corey. You should be Corey. <laughs> <sighs> Now you gotta now you gotta spell it out. You gotta write it on the chalkboard a hundred times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I wanna thank everybody for watching yeah. and or listening to Arsenal X this year. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for dealing with some uh, reboot slash re 
doings and some what else what what other word means re re you know reimagined if you will remaster <laughs> yeah <laughs> arsenal x remaster remake next year the we're remake. going for the full remake uh so <laughs> it's been fun i can't wait for 2022 i think we're gonna have a good year next year not a good year mm-hmm. a great year uh, stay tuned to our social medias at boss rush network to find out more happening here jesse where can we find you you can find me almost everywhere as phantom nxs Jesse, I'm saying your name right, right? Jesse Douglas. There's no secret, secret pronunciation of your name. No, it's it's Josiah Douglas. No, No, yeah, you're saying that. Stoy Jovich, where can I find you? Well, uh, besides following me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at expcast with my other podcast guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Stoy M K E eight. You can find me at I am Corey in HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush podcast every Wednesday night here on Twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network or on Mondays on your podcast service. You can find us live here, by the way, Sunday nights live or on your podcast service every Tuesday. I do think we're going to start streaming to YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Next year, that's something we're discussing this week, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, I think that would be a good idea to do that because we're not affiliated or whatever with anything. So, All right. I think we could do that. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. And until next year, we love you. Goodbye. Hey, what do you call Bye. a ghost boobies? Ghost boobies. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Paranormal entities. <laughs> I hate you. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.